Support for MVY's Shakedown Stream comes from Praxis Consulting Incorporated, working with insurance companies to increase their profitability through subrogation and recovery efforts. They're committed to improved recoveries, best practices, and better yield. More info by emailing info at praxisconsulting.com. Hey now. Welcome to Shakedown Stream. This is Jer Bear, and this is MVY Radio, giving you a Grateful Dead stream. I'm feeling kind of sad, and I'm feeling kind of quiet, but we got the Grateful Dead, and everything's going to be all right. Just sit back and let the music take us away. You're listening to the Grateful Dead right here on Shakedown Stream. Thank you. 
That's the Grateful Dead, Madison Square Garden, 91890, doing Knocking on Heaven's Door. Thought that was appropriate for this week. Just got the sad news of Las Vegas, what happened there. And uh, as a a DJ, as a deadhead, as one who's been to many concerts, um, I uh, am, you know, even more affected by this that... uh, you know, concerts are such a beautiful thing, and uh, people come together in such a positive way that uh, this just this this uh, cuts deep. So, before we go any further, our featured show. Before we step on out of 1982, I want to play the Jamaica show from 1126, 1982. We, we uh, and we'll talk about it as we get closer to uh, the featured hour. But we're moving to 1983, and I want to watch uh, with you how these songs, Touch of Grey and Throwing Stones, started to mature uh, after about a year or so, and as we go through 1983, I think that would be fun. So right on. Uh, This takes us to the Meadowlands in April out of there The covers were still warm where you'd been laying Just sing it up. 
storm to come Whoa, it surely looks like rain Did you ever wake into the sun? Those three cats making love Yes, from their cries You were listening to a fire
Right on. We will survive. That is from 4-16-1983 at the Meadowlands in New Jersey. Uh, the tape got cut right at the end, and it got a little warbly near the end. That was Touch of Grey to end the first set of the show. And before that was Look Like Rain, which was a really nice version. And I thought that was appropriate, too. These damn gray skies, they need to go away. Well, we started a conversation last week, and I'd like to conclude it. Let's get back to Paris, France, 1972.
The Grateful Dead. Sugar Magnolia out of Dark Star. 5'4", 1972 in Paris, France. Just like they used to. Last week we did the first part of this uh, Dark Star. And if you're new to the stream and you're tuning in for the first time, uh, we started a few weeks ago. Um, actually, probably five or six weeks ago that I had promised that I would play every Dark Star from Europe 72. And uh, this is the sixth one. But this Dark Star was so long that we broke it up in two parts. That was 17 minutes and 34 seconds. The week before, the first part of the Dark Star was 19 minutes and 21 seconds. And we did hear a little two-minute drums, two-and-a-half-minute drums, uh, to open up this Dark Star. Sorry, I hope that wasn't laborious, but um, this may be one of the longest dark stars. Could that be? Eh, it's right up there. On this uh, on this section of the dark star, we did get the groovy jam, the uh, candy, ooey-gooey, rich inside groovy jam, which in 73 and 74 was right in the middle of a China Cat rider. It's like one of those pieces of candy, you know, when you when you bite into the, uh, there's this nice, sweet, liquidy stuff in the middle. That's what that's like. Well, right on. Hey, thanks for joining me. Thanks for clicking on Shakedown Stream. And you guys probably know that you can either listen on SoundCloud or TuneIn or Stitcher, those apps. And, of course, there is a link on the MVY Radio dot com webpage and uh, that usually gets posted sometime late Tuesday of every week and uh, last month's uh, September was devoted to 1982 but specifically the fall of 82 because Touch of Grey and Throwing Stones came out of that time period and I wanted to kind of see how the songs are doing a year later in 1983 but as I was thinking about this I wanted to play the Jamaica show from Montego Bay. And I'll talk more about it, but it was always, um, what, uh, these were my favorite tapes. Um, and I'll, I'll get into that later, but um, there's a lot of new stuff that came out in 1983. Songs like My Brother Esau, um, let's see, uh, Hell in a Bucket, um, and Maybe You Know, which is a Brent Midland tune. There were some other tunes that were brought out <clears throat> for the first time, but they weren't written by the dead, like Wang Dang Doodle and Revolution, the song by the Beatles. And then there were some songs that were brought back, like Help on the Way, Into Slipknot, Into Franklin's Tower. Wow, that's amazing. China Doll, um, Deep Elm Blues, and then St. Stephen in the fall. And then I guess there was one... Mind Left Body Jam uh, that was played. And then on the New Year's show, they did A Good Night, Irene. That's a pretty good rundown of what's uh, happening in 1983. Though I will say in 1983, I was getting kind of burnt out. And I was pretty young. And so was Garcia. 1983. But before, uh, so let's do this. I'm going to play a little, uh, some rehearsal of uh, my brother Esau. And then I'll play one of the early versions. And then we'll set ourselves up for a double header of the bare essentials. 
right here on Shakedown Stream.
That's the boys, March of 1983, practicing My Brother Esau, 314-83, at the Club Front Studio in San Rafael, California. And uh, that was the first song that they broke out in 1983. They didn't play any shows in uh, January or February of 1983, which is kind of interesting. The first show happened in March... And I'm thinking, like, hold on. Yeah, it was March 25th in Tempe, Arizona. And then in March, they broke out Help Slip and then China Doll. Yeah, interesting. Well, I want to do a two for Tuesday, a double header for the Bear Essentials. And uh, then we're going to kind of do a little review about 1982 and get us ready for our featured show. Uh, the first track for the Bear Essentials this week will be coming from none other, a friend of Phil Lesh and Friends and a friend of the dead, Joan Osborne. Right on. Abraham, kill 
jotting down notes Everybody's in despair Every girl and boy But when Quinn the Eskimo gets here Everybody's gonna jump for joy Come on without Come on within Everybody's out in the trees feeding pigeons all under the limb. But when Quinn the Eskimo gets here, all the pigeons gonna run to him. Come on without, come on within. That's Joan Osborne doing When Quinn the Eskimo Gets Here, Everybody's Gonna Run to Him. Quinn the Eskimo. And before that was Highway 61 Revisited. 
two Dylan tunes I think we all know. And uh, if you're a deadhead, you know that Quinn the Eskimo was one of the songs that the dead started doing. Pretty much right after they toured with Dylan in 87. But that was a classic uh, encore, but also played in other parts of the sets. Quinn the Eskimo. Good tune. That's... I've listened to all the songs on her new album. It's called Joan Osborne, Songs of Bob Dylan. It's all Bob Dylan songs. And that one is one of the best tracks. Quinn the Eskimo. Joan Osborne is on tour. Let me see. Let me catch you up. On October 8th, she'll be in the the Festi Experience in Arrington, Virginia. 10-13, she'll be in York, PA at the Strand Capitol Theater. 10-14, 10-14, she'll be in Tom's River, New Jersey at the Croonin Center for the Arts. 10-18, Red Bank, New Jersey, Count Basie Theater. 10-19, in Austin, Texas, One World Theater. 10-20, San Antonio. And then Houston, and then Dallas, and back to California. All right, Joan. Cool. Um, we played Tangled Up in Blue a couple weekends uh, a couple weeks ago. The other tune that I like she does is Spanish Harlem Incident. And then she does a, a Dylan tune that I'm not familiar with, which is kind of weird. Um, trying to Get to Heaven. That Dylan, he wrote must he probably wrote like 50 songs in his life. Probably like maybe, you know, 40 or 50 songs. I swear to God, that guy wrote some songs. All right, let's take a breath. Um... You know, I'm thinking about our mis amigos in Puerto Rico. Uh, if there's anything you can do, uh, if you can't send the money or go to the island and help out, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, organizations, a lot of things that are being put together so you can make a donation, help out. But at the, at the, at the very least, send them positive vibes, healing white light so they can get out of the darkness and start to rebuild. That was a big storm. You know, when you watch these storms, you know, I got one of these apps on my phone and and I was watching this one and it had a very distinct eye. And I was like, whoa. And it just went right over Puerto Rico. And I thought, well, it actually didn't go right over, but it, you know, Puerto Rico is not a huge landmass. And I thought, ooh. And then they, you know, they just had Irma. So, you know, but for the grace of God go I, right? Okay. You know, one of the things that being a human, right, is uh, it could always happen to us. You know, it's easy to feel safe and secure, but, you know, you never know. Like, it, it's, uh, I've been damned by that kind of stuff. You know, life teaches us things. So, so 1982, so, you know, um, we ended, you know, the fall tour. They played a couple shows in Palo Alto at the Frost Ample Theater, which was the first time they ever played there, and they would go on to play. And then they played, like, some other place, like down in Southwest. Did their little New Year's thing, and then that was it. Um, but um, but in between those two little uh, things, uh, there was this one show on November 25th, 1982. It could have been November 26th. Because it started around midnight, so it was probably November 26th. And, you know, there, there wasn't any shows really that happened before, like two weeks before this show. 
and you know not many shows happening like two weeks out it was a total standalone show so my own experience was I was able to get a copy of this bootleg pretty soon after the show and so it was fresh and when I was a kid 15 I was I wanted dead bootlegs and for some reason the older kids had them but the older kids wouldn't let me get get one they made it really difficult like hey if I get if I if I brought my own tape deck here will you make me a copy of this tape I don't know man you know I'm like come on man like uh, I don't know like uh, it was a thing and then sometimes people would give you a copy but somehow they'd make it inferior to theirs which is like totally like jerk off stuff right like just like ah like they push Dolby or something I'm like oh okay so you have the better call you know you have the better copy you know but it, that's you know guys are like that it's kind of stupid um, but it, I was not deterred I persisted. Um, I never uh, gave up the hunger for bootlegs. And now I got more bootlegs than I know what to do with. But um, I suspect that it set me up. All those denials uh, made my hunger and my uh, focus on getting dead bootlegs like resolute. Anyway, so I had these tapes. I had two tapes. And uh, I would just listen to it all the time. It was like probably my first soundboard bootleg you know I had two um, probably TDK 90 minute cassette tapes and um, you know you could hear the band talking a little bit but what I've learned about the show um, was one that they played early in the morning and in the second set while they were playing fire on the mountain the sun came up and uh, I didn't know that at the time pretty cool it was like this music festival um, in Montego Bay, Jamaica. Only time the Grateful Dead played in Jamaica. Um, and there they were. And I don't quite know uh, the story about how they got there. I could find that out. But there was this one guy who wrote a nice little story about how he went to the show. His name is Willie Arrow. He posted this back in 2015. Just bear with me. This isn't that long. He says... I went down to Jamaica with my buddy Chris. We'd been students at the St. Croix Marine Bio Lab in 1980 and tried to get others to come along. We got a campsite just around the bay from the field, so even if you missed an act, you could lay around and listen in the campground. It was fenced in with Jamaican army with rifles guarding the fence line. We met this dude named Minto, who became our personal guide and supplier. Soon we met Francis Ford Coppola's niece, Lisa, and she was cool and hung with us the rest of the time. So hot and sunny, it was overwhelming. Good herb, caught most of the shows, and remember Clash, Squeeze, and Gladys well. Of course, we were there for the dead alone. Remember, Strummer telling us to get up and dance and he would bring on the Grateful Dead. The actual dead set was ho-hum and we were all tired. But seeing the sun rise to the band was great. We rented mopeds and checked out the wider area. In one small bar, I met this girl, and she lived there in the Peace Corps. That chance meeting saw me join in 83 and go to Tonga, where I ended up in New Zealand to this day. So a turning point trip, really. Don't care that the band wasn't fully on that night. We were just enjoying everything. The mystery guest was a big question, who ended up being Yellow Man, and he was great. So... 
if you read in Taper's commend, compendium, the review of the show, they pan this show like badly. Um, and I always thought, I kind of like this show. <laughs> I don't know. And it just goes to show you, be careful about people who tell you if this show is a good show or a bad show. If you're at the show, you love it. If you have your own personal experience with the show, then, you know, then you go with your own opinion. I, I, my job is to shed light, not to master. My job is just to play the shows, and I hope you enjoy them. And so uh, before we move out of 1982, I thought, we got to play this. And so we're going to, and we're going to do it right now, ladies and gentlemen. The Grateful Dead, Montego Bay, Jamaica. Jamaica World Music Fest. Right on. Do you have a Jamaica head? Do we have the dead heads? More than 17 years in the business. Call themselves the Warlocks. No trucking. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready to do some trucking? Well, let's hear it in the Jamaica World Music Festival for the Grateful Dead.
Get up in the morning and go 
was concerned Lose with the truth Baby, it's your fact Baby, I hope you don't get burned
Shall we sing? Shall we call it by name? Rolling out the angels dancing on pin. What a bright in the sky from which you came. And the name is on the earth that takes it in. Will I speak but stand inside the rain? Listen to the thunder shout. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back in about 10 minutes. Watch. Right on. We're going to watch, Bobby. Right on. That's the first set of our featured show. That's The Dead in Montego Bay, Jamaica, Mon. 11-26-1982. And uh, the show's often labeled 11-25, but by the time The Dead went on, it was after midnight at 4.30 in the morning, which would make it 11.26.82. And uh, the dead were a part of a, uh, a festival. There were three nights, a Thursday, a Friday, and a Saturday. They were a part of the first night, and they, were follow- they followed Jimmy Cliff, Gladys Knight and the Pips, the B-52s, Toots and the Maytals, and the Whalers were the opening act, without Bob Marley, of course. And uh, so all those people played, and then the dead came on at 4.30 in the morning. And apparently when they opened up the place, all these deadheads ran to the stage, uh, hoping that the dead were going to be the opening act, but uh, they were not. And so by 4.30 came around, and... Um, only the faithful deadheads and some others who were still up, which was about 5,000 people, which was a lot less from the beginning of the night, uh, saw the dead, played their first set, which, uh, as you can tell, was a short set. We heard a Let It Grow, Althea, Women Are Smarter, Loser, Minglewood Blues, and Sugaree. 
with uh, an introduction. Are you ready for Truckenmann? The Grateful Dead. So I suspect they had to really get people up and waking. In one of the reviews, this guy said um, that he was standing up front. It was really easy to get up to, uh, front and watch the band, uh, unlike most Dead shows. And he said that he was probably sleeping while standing up. And Garcia must have looked down and saw this. And he kind of did some kind of riff or something. He kind of woke up. Kind of funny. Now, Bobby says that they'll be back in 10 minutes. Um, they open up with a Samson. But uh, when then, like, the sun starts coming up over the mountains. And uh, I think that is the the best part of any review of the show that I've read is that pretty cool to hear a scarlet fire while the sun is coming up and it's an outdoor show. Uh, it's unlike any venue that the dead ever played. Uh, and I'm thinking of all the countries that they played, they played some countries in Europe and that's it. Um, right. I don't think I got that wrong. There was some talk about them playing in China in 1989, but then there was the Tiananmen Square riots. I thought they should have played anyway. Um, but um, but that's it. Uh, I mean, unless I'm... Oh, no, what am I saying? Then they went to Egypt in 1978. I was like, there's something else. So, and then there's a quote here that I think is pretty cool. Um, the Joe Strummer from The Clash is kind of wild um he says by the way if you don't like us i got the grateful dead in the wings and i'm going to bring them on so you better shape up now <laughs> however the dead did not follow the clash and so there was some confusion and gladys knight complained about the napping heads with their tabs waiting <laughs> so who knows but pretty wild but also that Bobby and the Midnights, which was his band that he was playing around like in 82, I saw those shows when he toured also with the Jerry Garcia band, uh, they played on the last night, which was on November 27th, with Rick James, Rita Marley, The Beat, The Clash, Yalaman, then Aretha Franklin and Black Uhuru, Skeeter Davis, Squeeze, and Stacey Ladisaw played on Friday. Crazy. You know, and like now, rock fests happen all the time. And so now I was just struck by this idea of Las Vegas. Well, before we start the second set, I just want to take a, let's do a, like a moment of silence for any of the pain or sorrow or any of the emotions that are going on. Uh, and let's just wish good healing vibes for everybody Qu quickly. There's somebody out there named Sherry who, sh who should show up backstage so that you can meet your aunt.
got no gold black hair. Last she gained old Samson's mind. When first he saw the stupid Lord, he took leave his mind. Last she climbed up on old Samson's knee. Said, tell me where your strength lies. If you please and she spoke so kind. Talk to her fair. Old Samson said, Lila, you cut out my head. You didn't shave my head.
Spinning free, dizzy with eternity, painted with the skin of sky, brushing some clouds and sea.
There's a fear down here we can't forget Hasn't got a name just yet Always awake, always around Singing ashes, ashes all fall down Ashes, ashes all fall down Now watch as the spirit revolves and the night time falls Come waltz with the stars, the celestial ball By and by, again the morning sun will rise But the darkness never goes from some men's eyes Oh, it strolls the sidewalks and it rolls the streets Sticking turf, dividing up meat Nightmare spook, piece of heat you and me, you and me. Hey, click, flash, blade in ghetto night. Rudy's looking for a fight. Rat cat alley rolling bones. Need that cash to feed that Jones and the politicians. Throwing stones, singing ashes, ashes, all fall down. Ashes, ashes, all fall down. Commissars and pinstripe bosses roll the dice. Anyway they fall, guess who gets to pay the price? Money green or proletarian gray. Selling guns instead of food today. Oh, the kids, they dance, they shake their bones While the politicians throw in stones Singing ashes, ashes, all fall down Ashes, ashes, all fall down Try to tell us what to think If the spirit's leaving Then the flesh is ink Yes History's page It is thusly carved in stone The future's here We are it We are on our own On our own Same. No one left to place or take the blame. Will we leave 
this place an empty stone Well, that shining ball of blue we call our home While the politicians throw in stones And the kids, they dance, they shake their bones Singing ashes, ashes, all fall down Ashes, ashes, all fall down of grace while the radical he rides and rage see someone's got to turn the page and the rich man in his summer home he say just leave well enough alone but his pants are down his covers blown and the politicians throw in stones So the kids, they dance, they shake their bones Cause it's all too clear we're on our own Singing ashes, ashes all fall down 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 Ashes, ashes all fall down. 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 Ashes, ashes all fall down.
but the people don't care that a man could be as poor as me take a look at poor Pierre he's lying in pain now let's go
bad feelings away, you know. The darkest part of this world today is what everybody seems to say. You can read it in the newspapers, read it in the books, see it on TV and on the radio, too. This all pertains to you now. Cause there's one thing we can do now. Right on. Hope you enjoy it. I'll see you tomorrow. Got to go for good loving, and you got to get it. You got to push back the night. Let me tell you all about it now. You got to chase those bad feelings away. Darkness on the world today. It's on the radio. It's in the books. It's even seen on the TV. Of course, this pertains to you now. One thing you can do now. Turn it on. Push back the night. Well, that's the Grateful Dead. About 7 a.m. in Montego Bay, Jamaica, doing good loving. Bobby rising to the moment. Before that, Black Peter, solid. Boom. Not fade away out of throwing stones. By my count, that might be the 10th throwing stones at this point. Now, we started with this uh, six weeks ago. And this is the third pairing with Not Fade Away, by my count. Uh, we heard it um, from the 921 show last week, and, uh, and it, no, uh, two weeks ago from MSG, and uh, they did it on 101082 in Palo Alto. The beginning of a long marriage. Space, drums, not very long. 
Now, that little beginning, that little riff that Bobby was doing uh, before throwing, right at the beginning of Throwing Stones, I love that. I wish uh, that stayed, but songs evolve. Then Fire on the Mountain out of Scarlet Begonias. And there was a riff on Not Fade Away by Garcia that was outstanding. Um, And apparently the sun was coming up over the mountains uh, during Fire on the Mountain. And they opened up the second set with Samson and Delilah. Cool. That's 1126.82. Originally scheduled for 11.25. But they ended up being the last band to go on that night. Apparently it took them like an hour and a half to set up their, their equipment on stage. Now on my tape, I got to tell you this, is um, right after Sugary. Um, you hear this woman scream out, probably ahead. She screams out, get your shit together. And then you hear Phil go, hey, there's something wrong with our shit and we're going to fix it. Okay. Now in this version that we just heard, you didn't hear any of the heckling from the crowd, but, um, Phil seemed a little tense. But I guess before the show, he was like messing around and some people said that, you know, they got to see him tuning and playing around and uh, he was kind of fun with the crowd. So, but I remember when I first heard this as a kid, I was like, he seems mad. But, you know, whatever. You know, like whatever, it's all cool. So 50 years ago on Tuesday, on Tuesday, October 3rd, 1967, the Grateful Dead pad was raided, and they got busted for pot. Isn't that funny? If you live in Massachusetts right now, you don't get busted. You might get a citation, like a, like a fine or something, but you don't get busted. It's not a criminal offense. It's like, um, I don't know, it's like jaywalking or something. And as a, as a, when I was a teenager, I used to get in a lot of trouble for pot. And I'm like, wow, I lived long enough that this is not really a big deal, at least in this state. I'm sure in, like, Kansas, uh, you know, they cut your leg off or something. But Or you have to go to one of those, uh, you know, we can make you not gay and not smoke pot uh, Christian camps or something. But um, we are standing on a paradigm shift, my brothers and sisters. Well, right on. Let's do... uh, Yeah, let's go back to some traditions. Jerry Garcia played quite a lot of shows in January of 83, and he played some in February. But this is him in Santa Barbara, March 11th, 1983.
Thank you. 
voices are trying to keep me down Trying to drive me
Jamaica featured show and uh, it, it sounded a little funky like a little fast maybe the pitch was off but uh, thank you for Mr. Ladner who put this together and he says uh, if you can find a better source yourself please don't complain I looked <laughs> so um, I appreciate Having this, it's uh, it is a soundboard of a Jerry Garcia band from 31183, and I think there was an early show and a late show from the Arlington Theater in Santa Barbara, California. And uh, yeah, just to give us a sense of what Jerry was doing in 1983, also in the beginning of 1983. Cool. All right, so what I want to do is now move us into 1983 and. Um, in the next three weeks, we'll do a little fall of 83 and just kind of see how these songs that we um, kind of saw come out of the gate in uh, fall of 82, how they're maturing and, and how they're doing, as if they're like plants or animals or friends, just to kind of see. So uh, this will take us to the Warfield Theater, March 30th, 1983, and this is the beginning of the second set right now. Hey man, you're listening to Shakedown Stream right here on MVYRadio.com. I will get by 
Brother Esau killed a hunter back in 1969. Before the killing was done, his inheritance was mine. But his birthright was washed away before a weary band. Esau gave me sleeplessness, peace of moral land. Esau holds a blessing 
Wait. 
Maybe you know. The Brent Midland tune that he broke out April 13, 1983 in Burlington, Vermont. But that version came from 416. Brendan Byrne. Maybe you know. Maybe you know how I'm feeling. Kind of, that was a good version. Uh, the song only was played like five, maybe six times. Um, you know, in terms of the lyrics, not a lot going on there, but that was a nice little uh, version of that. Before that, West L.A. Fade Away from 41383, Burlington, Vermont. And then two from Warfield Theater, 33083, My Brother Esau and Touch of Grey. It's interesting. I love listening to the earliest renditions of these songs because I'll follow along with the lyrics uh, if I'm able. And uh, like that one was kind of mixed up and he did some different things. But I like that, I, you know. And Touch of Grey, uh, I don't know if Jerry was with that one. That was probably the worst version I've heard yet since uh, we first started hearing it. And in the last couple of shows, uh, they were use, they were playing that song to open up the second set. And clearly that wasn't the right slot for that song. So in time, yeah, they got to figure out where to put these songs. Throwing Stones, they had it as a standalone in the second set, before drums, in the first set. Clearly, uh, and then they started bringing it uh, out of space. And I think they got a better sense of that song. I'm going to go to Tempe, Arizona, which was the first show that they played in 1983, and they do My Brother Esau, the first one, but I think we'll we'll play that another night, another week, but they brought back Help Slip Franklin's, Help on the Way into Slipknot, into Franklin's Tower, and I don't think, maybe they hadn't done that since 1977, um, but clearly it was... Uh, Came out of the Blues for Allah album. Great pairing. It's, it's just a great thing. And um, played it a lot in 1976. You know, I can't remember if they played it in 77, but I think they did. Um, but in 1983, they brought it back. Uh, this is a pretty good uh, quality show, but it's not that great. It's not uh, my typical quality. So uh, I hope you enjoy it. This is an old bootleg of mine from Tempe. Right on. Thank you. 
Now, a couple of songs I'd like to talk about are the 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 otter time signatures that you write in, sure. um, and I I think that's what makes some of these songs so interesting to listen to over and over again. And I'm specifically talking um, estimated profit and mm-hmm. playing in the band. I've sat down with musicians who aren't necessarily deadheads, and they they just they're awed. They they see this you know rock band, but they're playing in you know ten four, and they're just a you know seven four. They're amazed. Um, let's talk about playing in the band. Um, how did you? come about writing such an interesting song that at one point it's kind of straightforward but then all of a sudden you kind of break the expectations and right. it's a 10 you know well it's it's all in 10 the whole song's in 10 for um where that came into being was uh i was up at mickey's studio in Nevada. um david crosby was up there and we were just messing around and um david came up with uh we we were all sort of playing with uh we were sort of somewhat studying Indian classical music and they play in different time signatures, bunches of them. And, uh, and David came up with this riff in 10, 10, four, you know, ba, 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 da, ba, ba, da, ba, ba, da, ba, da. And so we played around on that for the longest time and it really got about that far. And then, <laughs> And then Mickey gave me a tape of it as I was headed home that night and said, make a song out of this. So I I, I sat at home and Creedence Clearwater was kind of, uh, was popular then. So I, I, I decided, what am I going to do with this? And I decided, okay, well, I got, I'm working in, in the key of D and I'm working in 10-4. Um, and I just, I started playing uh, and, and then, and uh, and he, Mickey, as I was as I was leaving, also handed me a, a, a you know a sheet of lyrics that Hunter had written, and uh, I just started playing with it, and it uh, I, I got a verse, and uh, you, you know, pretty simple, straight straightforward verse, albeit in ten four, and then uh, and then really there wasn't that much to it. I needed something, so I, I just uh, I, then I came up with a, a bridge it took me about 20 minutes of hammering around and and uh came up with this bridge and when with that um it became a song and what a song thanks you know from that to you know where the dead would end up taking it these 20 minute long right. 30 minute long explorations quite something i mean um, we just start droning we just start droning on in the key of d mm-hmm. it goes major it goes minor mm-hmm. uh then you start any a chinese note here or there and, mm-hmm. and then uh sometimes we improvise chord changes and sometimes we take it to different keys it, it depends on the night and then bringing it back is yeah. that was that ever tough to bring it back you know in these uh, middle no. of these okay we charted that out uh you know if if you want to bring it, rein it in a little bit, you start playing that ba da 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 that riff, mm-hmm. and that would be you or anybody. Anybody, okay. Anybody could do it, and um, and that would start reining it in, and then uh, then we then we uh, we we do that riff in a in a D sort of uh, harmonic minor, not harmonic minor, a sort of a seven ninth minor kind of deal, and mm-hmm. then. Uh, and then uh, everybody looks around and we nod and we take it to a major, a D major feeling. And uh, and then we go back into the bridge and then wrap up the song. Wow. Well, you know, there's a moment in the Grateful Dead movie where 
somebody's bringing it back. Maybe it's you or Phil and Jerry, and it's maybe going a little too fast going back. And Jerry in the movie, a big close up looks back and just nods his head. No, slow down. Let's take this a little further out. And it's really, you see right. the eye contact of, you know, a, a straight ahead song coming back to where it belongs. Right. It's pretty amazing. Coming back home. Yeah. And then... Folks trust the reason, well, it's just your mind. I don't trust nothing, but I know it come alright. See it once again now, well, you understand. When it's done over, love, man, it's just a man. Playing, playing the band. Daybreak, daybreak on the land.
Well, right on. That's a plan in the band. Reprise. Coming out of China Doll. First China Doll uh, that they had played in a long time. They brought it back out in 1983. Before that, Women Are Smarter. That's right. A really good one. And uh, before that was a playing in the band. We got the big playing sandwich from 33083 Warfield Theater. And then before that, we heard the first Help Slip Franklins in a long time. 32583 Tempe, Arizona. 1983 would have many Help Slip Franklins to open up the second set. So we have bridged 1982 with the Jamaica show and already started to begin our conversation about 1983, and we will do that throughout the month of October right here on mvyradio.com. And thank you for listening to Shakedown Stream. You made my day, my night go well under tough circumstances for all of us, but this is a, a place we can go, a hidden playground. that Everybody's welcome here, man. All right, I'm going to leave you with this. This takes us to April 17th, 1983. Brendan Byrne, right on. Peace. Hey, have a good week and take care of yourselves. Take care of everybody. Right on.